my teenage years, we would spend the first part of the summer picking rocks. We would walk through a field and we would pick rocks up and move them to another location in order to prepare the ground for seed and later for the harvest. It was incredible to me the amount of time and preparation that went into getting those seeds into the ground. But after all of that effort, it seemed like the seed was in the ground and it seemed like nothing was happening. But even though nothing was happening on the surface, something was happening. One day, Jesus is walking through a field with his disciples. He turns to them and tells them this. He says, truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Today, we're talking about Jesus. And as we're in our Easter trilogy, it's our hope that we would understand the story of humanity, that you would know the story of Jesus and that you would believe in him. As we talked about Good Friday, what we saw is that Jesus came into the world, into the world that you and I broke, into this brokenness. And really it begins at the very beginning of creation where God created us in his image. What that means is that we are supposed to represent God to a world around us, to every single being that we came into contact with. We were supposed to be God's representatives, but we had a choice to make. Were we going to go on the path of self-sufficiency or were we going to be connected to the Creator? Every one of us decided to be self-sufficient. Because of that, what we see is a fracturing of the world around us. A few pages later, what we find is that that is really called the word sin. This brokenness, this self-sufficiency is something that entered into the world and fractured a good world that God had created. And every one of us has sinned. We've stolen, we've cheated, we've seen how this brokenness has affected the world around us. So God began to call out this people a people that we see in the Old Testament, the nation of Israel. They were God's people and he remained faithful to them time and time again. But what we find is that those people ended up failing him over and over again, that when he remained faithful, they were faithless. So God began to say how he's gonna raise up this person who is going to go before him. He was gonna be pure. He was gonna represent the human race and he was gonna begin to restore all the things that were broken in the world around us. Enter Jesus. Truly God, truly man, lived a sinless life that you and I could not live. But what we found is that he was crucified on a Roman cross. On Good Friday, he died for you and for me. On Friday, we see the death of Jesus, but on Saturday, we see the death of death. See, as Jesus was crucified on a Roman cross, he was then taken to a tomb. Roman soldiers guarded over him. And you have to ask the question, what was Jesus doing while his body was laying in the tomb? Writers in Hebrews give us insight into what Jesus was doing. Here's what they say. They say, Jesus shared in flesh and blood so that through his death, he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil, and free those held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. We see that Jesus overcame sin and death, hell and the grave for you and for me. But the way that that was possible was through something called his substitutionary atonement. You see, when everything was fractured, 
there was a need for justice. We get that. When we're wronged or when we see wrong in the world around us, we know that somebody needs to pay for what they did wrong. And so we understand inside of us that there is this moral code given to us by our Creator. And because of that moral code, when we see wrongdoing, we cry out for justice. In that same way, when we fracture the broken world around us, what we see is that there needed to be justice. So Jesus came, living the perfect life that you and I could not live, dying the death that you and I deserved as a substitute. He died in our place so that we could have relationship with God, atoning to cover over the sin that we had. So that now when God looks at you and he looks at me, he doesn't see you and me, he sees instead Jesus. But that means that every one of us has a decision to make. When I was 16, my grandparents were so amazing and gracious to offer to me a Nissan Altima. I loved that tan Nissan Altima, drove it around, had some amazing adventures with it myself, and then later on with my wife, Holly, we had some amazing memories. But I wanna take you back to the moment that they offered me that car. You see, when they handed those keys over to me, I had a decision to make. I could either be so grateful for their generosity or I could reject the gift that they were offering me. In that same way, every one of us can either receive or reject the gift of Jesus. See, when we see that Jesus says that a seed falls to the ground and dies, it can produce much fruit. Jesus was that seed. He fell to the ground. He died so that now we can follow after him and have eternal life. And it's in response to our opportunity to be able to receive eternal life that we see these amazing words penned in the Bible. It says, where death is your victory, where death is your sting, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have a choice to make. Just like when we talked about there being two trees in the garden, a tree of life, But that tree of life really came with the decision to lay aside our own selves, to instead pick up creator life, or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, to follow our own cravings, but then to break the world around us, that you and I, we're faced with the decision today. Are we going to choose this opportunity to say yes to Jesus? See, it was in that moment that Jesus laid himself aside, that he died on the cross, that we see that through him came life, through his death came life. And now what he says is that those disciples who will follow after him are faced with a decision that he says, if you wanna follow after me, take up your cross and follow me. It means we lay aside our old way of life and we begin to follow in Jesus's way of life, connected again in relationship with our creator. See, in that tomb, when it seemed like nothing was happening, something was happening. Maybe for some of us today, you're watching, and there have been seasons in your life that have been difficult. And in those seasons, you've been wondering, but where was God? I want to tell you right now that when it seemed like nothing was happening, something was happening. God was right there alongside of you. As a matter of fact, the reason why you're watching this today is because God loves you, because he's been calling out for a relationship with you and he's brought you here so that you could make this decision today. Where is God? He was there the whole time. You know, when it seems like nothing is happening, something is happening. Today we're faced with some questions like, what do we do with this gift? 
You know, for some of us, it seems like maybe we said yes for a while, but then maybe we tried going our own way and it seems like we started to take a different path and maybe today God is calling you back into that relationship with Him. For some of us, maybe it's that we've been trying to be right with God on our own and that we said no to the substitutionary atonement. But the truth is that if we didn't create it, then we can't fix it. It's not like somehow we can do enough good things to make things right, but no, that's why the Creator needed to come in and fix and make right that which we broke. But it's only through Jesus that we can have that life again. What are we gonna do with the gift that has been given to us through Jesus? We saw in part one the problem, the brokenness between us and God. In part two, we see the conflict between Jesus and death, and ultimately we see His victory in the death of death. In part three, we see the resolution because it might be Saturday, but Sunday is coming.